All right, hello guys, and welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason. Join again by Arnold Jones. What's up, guys? And join again by Dom. Triple D's. We back. Playing yes. game. We are back. The playing game. First ever edition came to you guys last night on TNT. Um, we had two games, Pacers, Hornets, Celtics, Wizards. And, you know, a lot came out of, obviously, last night. Let's start off, though, <clears throat> with the 9-10 play-in game. <clears throat> the Pacers destroying the Hornets, 114-117. Really ugly game. Got guys named O'Shea, Reset telling them to get off the court. Not a great look for the Hornets there. Um, I don't even really want to go over the numbers, but real quick, uh, for the Pacers, Brissett actually led the team in scoring with 23. Doug McDermott, 21. One, two, three, four, five. Nine players and eight players in double figures. Um, Darnell, any thoughts on this one? This is – I think we both picked – I think well, all three of us picked the Pacers, so nothing really surprised us. Um, it was just surprising about who was doing the scoring for the Pacers. Obviously, Brissett – had the game of his life, but no really big takeaways. Crazy, crazy game. Yep. Yep. Man, man, Dougie McBuckets ended the game in the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real. Dougie McBuckets just didn't miss anything. Then TJ McConnell came in, and then that was just at the end of it. For real. It was really them, too. Everybody else sprinkled their little points in here and there. I know Brissett, he had he wound up with the most points, but I'm telling you, it was Doug McDermott and TJ McConnell. They ended the game. <laughs> I was like in I was, the first quarter. I was like, I was Damn. yeah. I was watching the game and it was 17-7. And I'm like, man, this game is over. They're like, man, it's only this just started. And I'm like, nah, man, this game is over. Trust me. Bro, Doug and, ain't missed a fucking shot in the first <laughs> quarter. I was like, what the fuck? Well, the Hornets can't score really. Yeah. Or my, then the Hornets not a comeback team. Well, they can't score and they can't defend, so that's the issue. <laughs> they couldn't. Well, they, def- haven't, they haven't been able to without Gordon, which I said that to you <clears throat> last night. And you just kept. Pooping. And they they could they could defend with Gordon. They could score with him. They were winning. They were fourth in the East with Gordon. Uh, and they, they still would have lost last night. He did because he's not there. I think if he was there, they still would have lost. Nah, I, I disagree with you. Damn, you really sleep on him like that? Bro, it, here's the thing. They were making every three. Gordon was not about to – they scored 144. It's not like Gordon was about to come there and help them play defense. Hey, man, sometimes the best defense is good offense. It's easy to shoot open threes if you're getting in transition all the time. You don't think he's going to help LaMelo be not a, net, a minus 35 out there? You, you think he couldn't have helped at all with that? I'm not – bro, I'm not saying that this score wouldn't have been closer. I'm saying regardless, I think the Pacers would have won. I'm not saying he he could have – he. I don't think it would have been a 30-point loss with Gordon out there. Maybe like a 10, maybe the 5 to 10. But, like, I think the Pacers are just be- were just better than them. They They were just hitting every shot. For real, they were hitting every three, and the Pacers, I mean, and the Hornets don't have any um, perimeter defenders. 
they don't really have any post defenders either, but <laughs> they really didn't have any post of perimeter defenders. They're going to be better if they don't have their best player. This, this Gordon disrespect. They didn't just lose six in a row. But it's okay, though, because the Hornets did their job. <laughs> lost by a couple to the Wizards and had everyone hype that suddenly <clears throat> Russ was going to come through him and his triple doubles. And last he night, he ended up beating them 118-100 because Jason Tatum took over with 50 points, 14 for 32 shooting, 17 for 70 from the free throw line. Kemba as well with 29. And the Wizards struggled and could not get off the ground last night. Dom, you were the only person here who took the Wizards. What were your thoughts? See, right. I took the Wizards because – in my heart, I just wanted to see that matchup so bad. And no matter what, even even though I knew that this was the worst defense in the league, and even though I knew that Bradley Bill was on an injured hamstring that was only going to be worse after, after the other game that he played, I still was like, you know what? I think this guy wants it enough where if Kevin Durant, and James Harden is going to be sitting right there waiting, staring him in his face, watching him play. He was going to be like, you know what? I want that too. And maybe he did want it, but he wasn't good enough to close it. So he wasn't good enough to get there. So that's really what it came down to, man. I watched Ish, Ish Smith try his absolute hardest to keep them in this game. Ish Smith did everything possible. And – Rob, Robin was gonna try. Robin really did was gonna try, but they for they said no, no, no more Kareem. <laughs> no, no more Kareem out of you. We see floaters. We want you to shoot floaters. And Robin Lopez could hit anything that wasn't a hook shot on the right side. So I mean, that was it, when Robin Lopez has to be your 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 best option. It worked. It worked. It worked for a few games. It, it's been working a little bit throughout the season. And then Daniel Gafford, as much as he can provide on offense, he just fouls way too fucking much. And then Rui Achimura, he was only a minus nine, but he had five fouls too. He had like four in the first half. He probably had like three. It felt like he had like four in the first half. So, like, you feel me? He really didn't play that much. He only played 16 minutes because he was never out there because he was fouling everybody. And that's really what it came down to. It came down to a bunch of fouls and just, you feel me, nobody on the team being good enough to handle what um, Tatum and Kemba were able to do. Yeah, it was really a tough game. You wouldn't expect Russell Westbrook to go out like that. You wouldn't expect Bradley Bill to go out like that either, but neither one of them had it going. It just wasn't their night minus 19 and minus 20 respectively and the best players on the team when they don't play well a team like Washington is not going to have a chance against a team like Boston when they have their best players playing well obviously Jason Tatum 50 points Dom summed it up well and the need for some production from somewhere else was evident all season and they got it from Kimba you know, obviously no Jalen Brown, so they're going to need him to score and take shots. And he took 24. He only made 10, but 
he made six of 14 from three-point line, three of three from the free throw line, you know, got him seven rebounds. Tristan Thompson, 12 and 12 off the bench, giving him toughness, six offensive. And, you know, the Celtics got the right, right combination. Whenever Jason Tatum gets hot, the Celtics can play with some of the best, better teams in the Eastern Conference. I don't think they can beat every team, but they have a chance most nights. So 50 is – They're going to snatch one. They're going to snatch one or two from Brooklyn. One or two. Yeah. They're going to take one. I think, yeah. Yeah. They're going to at least take one. They're going to take one. For sure. I don't think it's going to be a sweep. It's not about to be a sweep. But, yeah, that's about it. One or two, as in one or two, as in not a sweep. <laughs> um, in fairness to Russ and Brad, I mean, a lot of people – it's funny because now on Twitter a lot of people are actually watching, right? People who know basketball. It's not that hard to know basketball, but they're watching and they're saying, they're saying uh, Scott Brooks needs to go. And if you just want to mm-hmm. start Alex Lynn, and he's going to put up Raptors-like numbers, 12 minutes, minus 15, then I can't really blame their minus 19 and minus 20. He's just going to walk out there and just be awful for those 12 minutes. They still were bad, but the game was lost because they had to lead at halftime, and they came out and got immediately blown off the floor because I think Kemba started scoring – a, a little yeah. more. Kemba started off, and then Tatum at twenty three in the quarter. He just started going crazy. But once once it was open, it was because early what happened was Rui picked up a fourth foul within two minutes. He had to go down, and they kept Alex Lennon, as opposed to putting in Gafford, who was in foul trouble, or even Robin Lopez, who was a plus six. Robin did his job out there. Um, but yeah, and for the Celtics, they were just like, all right, well, if you want to put him out here. And remember, um, something that happened in the first half, uh, Robert Williams went down with an injury. Um, but despite that, they said, you know what, Tristan, you got to play the rest of the game. Tristan was like, okay, go here and get boards. He was a plus 15, 12 rebounds, um, six offensive. Yeah, Tristan snapped. Got to the foul line. So all that was going on. Um, and, I mean, hey, man. Everyone thought the Wizards were going to win because Russ wants it. But got to remember this. You have to keep this in mind. If he's always going to play 100%, how much higher can he rise? How much more effort can he put in? He's going to be the most effort player of all time. <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, what it what it what it came down to for the most part. I mean, if Bill was obviously hurt and he, you know, his 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 scoring was, you know, he wasn't able to do what he's capable of doing, obviously. And then Bertans was missing. Bertans was zero for seven from three. He missed every single three, and like they need his threes bad. Like he's he's the real shooter on the team. So like if he's not missing any threes. That's why you see Westbrook shoot four threes, go zero for four from three. He'll do it. He'll do it sometimes, but they weren't like in rhythm threes. Like he'll take sometimes. Like they were just like, fuck it, fuck it. If, if nobody else can shoot, damn it, I'll gonna shoot. Stop, gonna stop you right there. No, uh, Russ was the reason. He was six of eighteen from the field. Four turnovers. 
really not me zero for seven from three wasn't a reason. I'm not saying the reason, but we all we've all talked about Bertans' importance. Bertans be the reason they win games half the time because he because of his three point shooting. He can't miss all seven, and then be a defensive liability on top of it. So. The Wizards lost this game by 18. And the Hornets lost last night by 27. But Bertans is the reason they lost. He's and not he's the there. reason. I, said, I just said he wasn't the reason. I just said he wasn't the reason. I said a reason. So what's the reason they lost then? I'm going to pin. Because Westbrook was, Westbrook was bad. Westbrook and Beal were bad. That's why they lost. Right. And they couldn't get no rebounds because – the Celtics were out rebounding, and the fouls—they were fouling the fuck out of them every play, like every play. If Rui just not gonna be on the court, and he their third best player, like they were fouling the shit out of everybody. It was just obvious to lose. They didn't go with their surprisingly, surprisingly, the rebounds are actually even, forty-nine apiece. Boston mm-hmm. just got one more offensive, fourteen to thirteen. Damn, all in that rumor. And I that's crazy because it really felt like it really felt like Boston was getting more rebounds. They were they were getting a lot more fouls though. They have 14 more fouls. The Wizards yeah. the Celtics. But hey man, you know, you know what you're getting when you play that team. Is what it is. Yeah. So Kemba wasn't Kemba didn't get them at all either. Nope. It was all Jason. Yep. So I have a question. All right. We didn't talk about this at all, actually. Kind of went right over it. I'm not going to ask, is Jason Tatum a superstar? I just have a question of, like, what does it take to be a superstar now? Because last postseason, we saw Jamal score 50 a bunch of times. Saw Donovan Mitchell do it twice. And he beat Russ already in the playoffs. So this this should barely try to turn this into a Donovan Mitchell conversation. What did you say, Kyle Lowry? Anyway, this shouldn't necessarily <laughs> try to turn this into Donovan That's Mitchell, bro. Because you keep interrupting, you don't know where I'm going with this. This shouldn't necessarily make him a superstar. But I mean, the, so scoring 50 and <laughs> This isn't a playoff game, so whatever. Although I think the NBA is gonna have to look over that and be like, they're they're gonna mess up records if they don't make these playoff games. Cause, but they're not playoff games though. Yeah, but they are. But okay. They're really not though. How are they not? Because the playoffs haven't started yet. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's kind of like similar to like with the with the NCAA before you make the um before you like make the, first, the actual tournament then it's you like the to, first four in yeah that's you still make, a tournament though it's called that's it's called March Madness at that point <laughs> it's it's similar but it's different like it's playoff atmosphere but it's not quite the playoffs yet it's like a level below the playoffs to me Bro, but teams are playing for the lives in one game. I don't know. 
it's a level below because obviously you know the seating not as good. And the horn, the Hornets didn't think that shit was a playoff game. <laughs> No. <laughs> Hornets thought that shit was a regular season game. They was like, yo, why y'all trying so fucking hard, bro? They were tired of losing without their leader. I, I, I can see that. They had lost. They didn't, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing out there, bro. They were just straight letting them back cut them every play. They were either letting them back cut them or letting them shoot a wide open three. If y'all defense is going to be that bad. Anyway, back to my question. I kept getting interrupted. What do you guys think it takes to be good, to become a superstar for these younger players? Because we're seeing them have outbursts um, in the playoffs, and then still, you know, they're not there yet. They're not there yet. So, like, like what is it? Is it just the regular season numbers? The postseason? It's, cons- it's consistency. Huh? I'm just saying, is the postseason putting up 50, not, like, I mean, think – like I don't know how, you know, because I don't I don't think Tatum's a superstar yet either. But he's been in two conference finals and he did just score fifty. I think it's, I think it's a consistency thing. This is the first season. This is really the bro. You know, before this season, I don't think he ever reached like, I think it, I don't think he ever reached forty before this season. So this is the first season he's had like outbursts like these. Like, obviously, you know, 50 and 60, like, most players haven't done that at all at this point. But, you know, I think – I mean, he's another one of them. He's a borderline. And I think I think he's closer. I think he is closer than Mitchell is at this point. But – and Murray. I think I think of between the three, Murray is, like, the, the bottom of the three. But um, I just I just think that it, it, it takes consistency to do it. And this season, this season was the right step for both of them, for both Mitchell and Tatum. I think they just have to produce another season like this. And then, I mean, they both have a chance to, again, Mitchell can do it this year. If he makes, he's the number one seed. If he makes the conference finals, he got it. I don't even care. I don't care if he gets swept by the Lakers. I don't care. If he makes the conference finals, he got it. I don't, like, I won't argue it. But um, with like, and for Murray, like Jokic right there. And Jokic is like clearly the best player on the team. Yeah. So it's not like it's just Murray by himself. So that's the thing there. But with but with the Celtics, I think that if Tatum Tatum, I think this is Tatum's career high. I think he's averaging like 26 this year. If he can do it again, and then next year, you know, if he can make another deep playoff run and everything, again, he's made two. So, but I, I don't even think for him he needs to make another deep playoff run. If he can put up a great game against, I think if he can take one against Brooklyn and then have an amazing season next season, he got it. People already try to are trying to put him there now. Like there are people that have been trying to put him in since like last year, two years ago. So like you feel me? Mm-hmm. It's like he's he's there. It's just he's not fully there yet. He just needs one more season where it's just like, all right, you the top dog on the team. Because remember, for a lot of the season, it, it look, it look, it might look crazy now, but for a lot of the season, the comp- the the debate was who's even the best player on the team. No, 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 I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm gonna say that was your debate. That was not. That wasn't just. I me. never. That's had. not just me. That was not just me. That's a that was a real debate about. Yes. Yeah. That was a genuine debate because they were both doing the same thing together. 
again, as soon as Jason put up 50, Jalen put up 40 on like 18 or 20 shooting like the next week. I mean, it was right there. They were both right there with each other. And then we all acknowledge that Jalen's a bit better of a defender. Like it was right there. But now Jason, Jason looks like he's ascending higher than, than Jalen, like by far. I won't say by far, but he definitely looks like it's clear. It's clearer now that it's him. But at one point it was, is it Jalen? Is it Jason? Darnell, what are your thoughts? All right, so I'm looking at the numbers, all right? And as a rookie, Jason Tatum averaged 13.9 points a game. As a sophomore, he averaged 15.7. His third year in the league, he was voted an all-star, played 66 of 66 games, and averaged 23 points a game. This year, Jason Tatum voted an all-star again, averaged 26 points a game. So he took a leap this year. It's not like there it's not like he's been in the league seven, eight years and he's been getting slighted. Like he's on a trajectory to approach superstar status. But to say that he's not quite there yet, I don't think that's like a disservice to him, but I think that's just where he ranks. Um, He borderline for sure. Yeah. Like he's borderline, but like it takes, I think it takes obviously big, you got to show up in the playoffs and perform. I think that's, going to be taken into consideration although that's not going to be the end-all be-all because we have seen superstars that just fold every time we see them in the playoffs but I think it's about consistency like Dom said and it's about longevity To to become a superstar in a league you have to do it for more than one or two years it can't be a short time period we have you have to establish yourself and it's about the eye test right like you just yeah. know it when you see it. You know a superstar. It's it's like undeniable. And Jason it's Tatum like, was never at that point, but with performances like last night, he's gonna get there. It's like look, look. It's like Kawhi Leonard won Finals MVP the first time, and he wasn't a superstar yet. It didn't take him to like it didn't take him to like a few years after. It took him like after Tim Duncan and, and all of them retired and, and everything like that, it was really that season where, where they went, like, I'm, I'm, I don't think it was the 67-15 season, but, like, the year before or mm-hmm. something like that. But, like, when he when he really went there and fought with, fought with like, KD and them and the Warriors and all that, we were like, oh, shit, this dude legit, legit. Yeah. It was the year before then, but, like, that was when we really knew, like, damn. I already thought he was the second-best player, but that, like, really showed. I was like, damn, he was really about to – he really could have just taking them out by himself. And then he went to Toronto, won that ring. I mean, he if he's going to fold in the playoffs, if, like he already showed us what he can do. He's going to do it twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's interesting because I didn't really consider it, but I think the regular season matters more than the postseason for superstars. I think they're both – I think they're both important. I don't think you can just – I don't think you can be a superstar like if you were only good in the playoffs, but then you regular as hell in the regular season. You gotta build that up, like LeBron. Like LeBron can you feel me do it at this point? Because obviously, but like you can't just Jimmy. Jimmy again. Jimmy's another one that's like I think he's a superstar, but a lot of people don't. It's like a it's a debate. That's another one that's he might or might not be. 
But I'm saying the only reason you say he's not is because of the regular season. Well, it's kind of, well, people think he's not because he doesn't have any uh, any accomplishments. Huh? Any, he did it. He did it once. He did it once. But can he do it again? Is the question. He went to the finals and broke a record. I said I think he is. I think he's a superstar. I don't. Uh, you feel me? That's it's a debate. He's exactly. not like a clear cut superstar. <laughs> we even had the discussion. We literally had the discussion. Is Kyrie one? Yeah. I think he is, but I think Darnell said he's not. I don't think he is. Exactly. Like, to say Jason Tatum's not, but then to say Kyrie and Jimmy Butler aren't, I mean, you feel me? (laughs) (laughs) Like, he's not better than either of them, so. Interesting. I was just wondering. Although, I don't know if either one of them scored 50 in the playoff game before. Kyrie? I don't know if he has. He scored 41. He scored 41 a couple times in the finals. Lights. Huh? He scored, yeah, he scored. That's not 50. Like you always tell me, that's the Wizards? Dude, you're the one who keeps saying that's not 50. That's what you said. About (laughs) what? About when I say that? About what? Um, you said a lot about Devin. That's seventy, but still, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> the concept still applies, man. Top fifty. Steph right. went. You, you you point to me the game where Steph the, had fifty in the, the playoff game. The Wizards, the Wizards were the worst defensive league, and the Warriors were the best. That's the difference. Yeah, that's a good difference. That's about worth <laughs> nine points. Speaking of which, Kyrie Irving right now, interestingly enough, is in a lot of drama recently. Not surprising, but interesting. Um, he's done what? And he's in some drama here. Dennis Schroeder's continuing his Kyrie beef. I think he sold all his Kyrie shoes that he will never wear them again. And Kyrie Irving said recently that no one's going to respect what the next have done until it's 10 or 20 years in the future. Of course, that's what they all say. That's an exaggeration, but I get what he's saying. That's what they all say. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to appreciate yet, bro. Y'all ain't do nothing yet. That's what I thought was interesting. They haven't done anything yet. So I guess you guys are already giving to me. What are your thoughts on those two things happening, obviously, as we enter – Man, honestly, I I ain't even mad at Dennis, bro. If, like, if, if that nigga if that nigga gonna get up in your face, Dennis gotta start that right now. It needs to huh? Dennis has to start it right now, which is what he's doing. Yeah, everything, everything. Fuck him. But that means he that. But if he gonna do this, that means he got 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 to perform. He at this point he can't fold now. He put he put it all he put everything on his plate right now. He can't fold. He's the he's the one that cannot fold if he's gonna be doing all this. And he really gonna look like a dickhead. <laughs> I don't think Dennis has ever folded though. If you like, think about the Thunder and fold. Even with the Hawks, he wasn't gonna fold. It was it was probably Kyle Porter. 
Horford. It was all of them but him. He was trying. You know, there's so much he can do. But he knows that he doesn't have – he's got, you know, LeBron and AD right there. And he just has to kind of get Kyrie to either – either have some rise to his level or get Kyrie to play down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And with the second part where he says the people, you know, won't appreciate – Bro, like, people already pe- – like, maybe not – I don't think 10 to 20 years, maybe, like, five years. But, like, they got to do something for us to really care or else it'll be like – like, bro, it's that you could say the same thing about the Lakers that one year when they had Dwight, Kobe, Steve Nash, and uh, yeah. Powell. Like, you feel me? Don't I care about that? They didn't do a damn thing. <laughs> so, like, all it did was make Dwight – all it did was make Dwight Howard look bad. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, he folded. it. He did fold. I think I think for them to get remembered, they have to be better than the Warriors. I don't think that's I don't think they're possible. I don't think they're capable of that. Well then the Warriors with KD. Remember the Warriors with KD, they won two, lost one. They that wasn't 73 win Warriors. By better, I mean accomplishments-wise. I don't think they're going to be a better team. I don't think they'll accomplish more either. The team got a lot of flaws. It's not even yeah. a guarantee they make the finals. We're we're all we all we're all like considering think we all think it, but like the Warriors, that was like everything but a guarantee. That was like a ninety-nine percent chance they'll make it. Because even if one of them got hurt. Even if Kevin Durant got hurt, oh wait, we still have our seventy-three and nine team here, <laughs> aside from the bench. But we still have like our main, you know, players here. But like, Obviously slightly revisionist history. But they weren't making the finals that first year, dude. Like you just talked about. I don't think he, I don't know if the Spurs would have won that series. I think they just would have won the game. I think they would have took a couple games. It might have been a seven-game series, but I don't know if they were winning. Twenty on those dudes, they were winning that series. I don't know if they were winning the series. I I remember when that series was live, and Demetrius just was steady telling me that the Warriors were going to lose that series. I already told him that the Warriors were going to win, but that they were going to lose that game. Like I thought they were going to lose that game, just like just like Dom. So I'm leaning more towards agreeing with Dom. I think they could have won this. Year. I don't think it. I don't think it was outside of the realm of possibility that they would have won. The, that they could have won the series, but I just think the. I just, you feel me? Boston fucked the Bucks up that game one, and then proceeded to lose every game after. You feel me? Like I can't yeah. just take it. I can't just take it off one game because Boston really did win that, that game against Milwaukee by like twenty. And then lost everyone after. <laughs> I don't remember who had home court that series because I know that the Warriors had home court against the Spurs, which is one of the reasons I was like, damn. You talking about Boston and Milwaukee? Yeah. Um, Milwaukee did I think Milwaukee had home court. Yeah, they were the one seed that year. Yeah. Hey man, all I can say is Kawhi wouldn't have quit. So <laughs> Say all that, that's all nice and good, but dude's gonna quit, then yeah. It's kind of hard when your best player just gives up. It's like, you know what? Fuck these guys. Yo, where Kevin at, bro? <laughs> Until the next whole season because of that injury. 
anything. You know what? Fuck these guys. He did quit. He did also quit. It wasn't going to be done. <clears throat> yeah. I just find all that very interesting. But, you know, hey, man. I think. You don't think. I guess you're right. Because I do have the Lakers winning this championship. And I do think the Bucks have a really good shot of being the Nets. Although part of that is my heart. Definitely want them to beat the Nets. Just because that guy has inspired me. I just want to do it because if he's just going, if he's going, it's just right there for him, bro. And if he do this, if he can beat them, and if he can beat the Lakers, bro, I don't care, bro. He top 20 already. <laughs> if he can beat both of those teams, he top 20. He got it all time. If he wins a ring with two MVPs, yeah, should be a third. He getting the third next year if he wins his ring. Hey man, I don't know. He might. Depends on it. Depends on some of the moves that other teams make. Like, I think. I mean, Luke is always Luke is always going to be a candidate to win it. At this point, at this point, Jokic going Jokic going to win this one and, and no more. So. <laughs> He'll he'll get this one. He never went in one again. So, real quick, I I saw something. Dom sent this to me. I want Darnell your thoughts first. Monty Williams voted by his peers as Coach of the Year. What are your thoughts? Um, I think it was the easy way out. The Suns were the hot team. I think they obviously them getting a two C was a lot unexpected and I think the coaches have a lot of respect for the Western Conference in general but I think we all know Tom Thibodeau should have won or probably Quinn Snyder yeah those were our y'all, y'all two said Snyder I said Thibodeau yeah I, I mean it's just the thing they should have given Monty and Chris Paul co-coach of the years of the day. Here's the thing. It's like it's like with, with the Suns and the, and the Jazz, both of them. Well, here's the thing. Jordan Clarkson is going to win sixth man of the year. You ha- If they're just going to be the top two seeds seem top two seeds in the league, like you feel, you kind of want to give them something. Like I don't know if Gobert's still going to win defense player of the year. He might. It's between him, Ben, and Bam. But like Rudy still has a chance to win that. And Clarkson's pretty much the favorite for sixth man of the year. So they have a chance to win two awards, but with Phoenix, Chris Paul can't, Chris Paul just can't win MVP with sixteen and nine. I'm sorry, it's not it's not two thousand five anymore. You can't get you can't average sixteen and nine and win MVP. So like, so the MVP's out of the discussion, and then you feel me? They don't have anybody else to win any other awards. So I mean, unless you want to give them like. Only the only thing, the only way they could finesse an award for them is maybe executive of the year. They could try and finesse that. But past that, there's like if there's gonna be the second best team in the league, you kind of want to give them something. Doesn't the Nets GM have to an executive of the year? I was thinking the first thing I said that came to my mind was the Nets. Like yeah. I think they yeah. Yeah. Hey man, give Kevin Durant his award. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying though, they they want to give Monty Williams that because the, the Suns need something. If there's going to be a ninth seed last year, and again for all for all we've said about you know Monty Williams and his bad decision making, <clears throat> he was right there when they went on that eight and zero win streak in the bubble. He was the coach last year, so you feel me? They they. They had it. They had a strong trajectory even before Chris Paul came there, and obviously, you know, Chris Paul came there and made a big, a big change. He's better than Ricky Rubio, but like, you feel me? They were already on the trajectory to doing something better next year. Again, when you're sent, when you're starting centers out for a month, that heart that hurts a lot. But I think it. I think. Um... I don't think this is the official coach of the year award. I think this is just the one voted by the coaches. I think the official one yeah, yeah. by like the writers. But yeah. it's like how um the year before Harden won it, won the national players one. But then yeah, Giannis exactly. won the award. Do you find it all interesting that maybe the coaches think Chris Paul is getting a little too much credit and they wanted to give it to Monty Williams? That was a thought that entered my mind. That's what I've been saying all season. So I'm like, yo, I'm like Chris Paul getting all this credit and, like, nobody else is even getting cons- – like, they're like, look at Chris Paul to this team. And I'm like, this team's pretty decent. <laughs> I'm looking at everybody here. This, this, is, a, this is a good team. You, you replace him with Ricky Rubio. Good. I mean, better than him. I'm, hey, man, they were 8-0 in the bubble. They were on the trajectory. It's not like they were just. It's not like they were on. It's not like they were the Wizards, where the Wizards went to the bubble and lost every game. They yeah, were, Mr. The Sun, Phoenix went to the bubble and won every game. Hold up, wait, wait, okay. Mr. Time went crazy in the bubble. T.J. Warren went insane in the bubble. Stop bringing up the bubble, please. T.J. Warren, did, I can't judge T.J. Warren. He didn't play at all. And T.J. Warren was actually bad in the playoff series when he played the Heat. So like he started Damn, regressing. Wait, uh-huh. Dame wasn't bad in the playoff series against the Lakers. When, what did I say, bro? What did I tell you? From what did I say at the start <laughs> of the season? What did I literally say at the start of the season? I'm I have no faith. I have no faith in the Trailblazers, and I don't think they're making the playoffs. They proved me wrong, but believe me, I I had no expectations for Portland. So looking at some, looking at obviously two games tonight, two playing games: Lakers, Warriors, Spurs, Grizzlies. Um, would we all agree that the Lakers and Grizzlies are going to win, or do you guys have? Or Dom, do you want to take the Warriors? Do something dumb? Hey man, I followed my heart before. We already did this yesterday. Huh? I said, I, I even said, I was like, as much as I would love to pick the Warriors. Yeah, I think I said that verbatim. Just a refresher. Now, one thing, obviously, we're wrapping up here. I, I, I thought about, and there's, there's, very unlikely this happens because, you know, the Grizzlies normally fucking do dope, but this could be real bad, real bad for Jaw, just because. I'm actually picking the Spurs. Wow. <laughs> Grizzlies not losing this one, man, but they might. I'm picking the Spurs. If there's one person in a one-game situation to just come out with some bullshit. Nah, but remember, 
Remember though that that game that game against um Portland, John John Clark went crazy. They both snapped. Yeah. Both of them. It was just Jaron wasn't there, and they they couldn't do much without him. Yeah, but uh, the, the Trailblazers don't play defense. So. That's true. Never have, never will. But <laughs> man, I was thinking, I was like, man, they can't lose to the Spurs. But if there's if there's a guy who can figure it out, I don't think he'd win two. I don't think Pop is going to be you know because. Winning two yeah. with this team is just it's just impossible. But you gotta figure out something. I'd be worried. And, and Darnell, honestly, him, and he took this. He took the Spurs. I'm not even mad. At it. I'm thinking about it. I'm considering. <laughs> honestly, all the, we saw, we just saw what the Wizards, what the Warriors did, bro. They just got built the Great Wall and let him do it. Just like just like that dude in Washington. They just gotta see it. If Josh, if Josh go five, five of seven from three, bro, he got it. Yeah. Oh, it's really about can Josh make his shots. If Josh missing his shots, then Spurs might be able to take it. See, Josh can't shoot. Yeah. And and percent from three, I believe. And at this and at this point, Brandon Clark can't shoot either. And Desmond Bain just he not gonna be able to shoot enough. It's just yeah. Did the three the three points was the whole problem against the Warriors. But again, they did come back. They always find a way to come back. So and the Spurs do choke leads. Oh. Yeah, we we straight saw that. We have no clue. Yeah. So. We saw a dude, we saw that dude go straight for 60 on their head after being down 30. <laughs> yeah. So just interesting to think about, man. Darnell took the Spurs. Yep. Uh, I'm expecting a big night from Lonnie Walker. I'm gonna just throw that out there. <laughs> hey, man, you laughing, Lonnie Walker? Lonnie Walker, the answer out there for real. <laughs> you laugh when you said it. <laughs> Lonnie Walker, the answer out there for real. I watched him against the Sixers, who are who are a better defensive team. He put up like twenty four. If Lonnie does it, I just feel like I was wrong, man. <laughs> Lonnie gonna have to. Lonnie gonna have to do it. If Lonnie does it, bro, I don't care. Greg Popovich, coach of the year again. Fuck no. <laughs> Damn, you trying to give all these awards to all these eights and ninth seeds? Yep. <laughs> this man wants. <laughs> This man wants this man to win Coach the Euro. All, all, all I got to tell you is you don't know the pain until you play a 2K game with them. Then you'll understand. They can't do anything. None of them do anything. And they win games somehow. The Rosa shoot the middies, bro. Yep. Barely. The Rosa shoot the middies. <laughs> like, sometimes. Sometimes for a little bit. Hey man, you know what? Maybe I'll use them today. Don't do that. I'll be bored. You can't beat me with the Nets. Anyway, man. Damn, that's how you feel. That's exactly how I feel. Moving on. Let's go, Darnell. Player of the night. Coach of the night. Game of the night. Very limited selection. Do we have to? Do we?
we have to say player of the night. Like, this is not obvious. You don't have <laughs> yeah. to do it. <laughs> Dick Kennedy and Holler of the Night. Go ahead, Darnell. Obviously, the player of the night is Jason Tatum. 50 points. Nothing else needs to be said. We summed it up at the beginning of the podcast. So, um, the coach of the night, obviously, is going to go to, I think it's James Borrego, right, for the Pacers? No, nah, that's that's the that's the Hornets. Coach. No, that's the Hornets. That's the Hornets. That's the Hornets. That's that's Nate, Pacers, Nate Bjork or whoever. Yeah, Nate's Nate Bjork. That's exactly how you say his name too, Bjork. And for my dickhead of the night, it has to go to. It has to go just to the Hornets in general for not showing up, for not being ready for playing, <laughs> for having a bags packed. Melo was already thinking about his offseason plan. So the Hornets didn't show up. They get to the kid of the day. And for my highlight of the night, it's probably going to be probably going to be Kemba just showing up and giving giving the Celtics 29 when everyone wrote him off as a has been injured, injury prone. Just Terrible player at this point, but so my highlight of the night is Kimba Walker's twenty nine. All right, so my player of the night is obviously T.J. McConnell. <laughs> 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 it's like nah. So Jason Tatum, my player of the night, um, game of the night. I'll give it to you know, damn, they both were ass. I'll give it to fucking. Charlotte, Indiana, though, because they was just smacking all them motherfuckers. But um, coach of the night, I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to that boy Brad because Demetrius Herbie, bro, and I kept asking for it. I kept asking for him to play, and he played one minute. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yo, Brad, can we please bring him out here for a second?" That's it, bro. <laughs> I was begging, bro. I was like, damn. He really he really put everybody in the rotation out there aside from him, bro. Yeah, Langford out there. Yeah, he Langford. Yeah, he Sebi. He had everybody else. <laughs> he said Grant Williams cannot come out. Here. <laughs> so you feel me? Brad Stevens deserves coach of the night for that. Cause I was just begging for it. Um, Dickhead, it's gonna go to Mr. Um O'Shea Brissett from the Indiana Pacers, just for saying, just because, you know, he was snapping, but then he just had to go ahead and say, get y'all bum asses out of here. Y'all y'all can't be on our court. And I'm like, bro, bro, you would not yeah. see. <laughs> you would not see, bro. <laughs> y'all, y'all might, y'all might even make the playoffs, bro. But you can't be talking that crazy just to go get swept. By the 76ers, man. <laughs> if y'all do, if y'all eat, if y'all wind up beating the Wizards, you can't be talking that crazy just to go get swept by the fucking by the fucking 76ers, bro. I'd make a name for himself, man. Nah, you can't be out here. Get y'all bum asses off our court, bro. Come on now. Relax. Was he wrong? <laughs> relax. Was he wrong? It's just, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. It's like it's like, hey, Bradley Bill was mad. Ken Bazemore, Ken Bazemore wasn't even talking about the team, man. He wasn't even talking about their team. He just made a joke. Uh, this man talking about get y'all bum asses out of here. Like he 
Hey man, he gotta do if he gonna if he gonna talk like that, he got he gotta do something next game too, for real. <laughs> he gotta be in he gotta play good again. This better be his moment and highlight of the night. <clears throat> highlight of the night. Um it's gonna be um it was this one play by Russell Westbrook. Um what's it called? I'm gonna use that. Huh? I'm gonna say that too. <laughs> when when the <laughs> shit when the shit went off the backboard, and then Westbrook Westbrook had a putback dunk, and then he slapped Alex Len in the face with both his hands, <laughs> 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 and then he didn't even look back at him. <laughs> He's busy flexing, Russ. He was way too busy flexing. He was like, man, I don't care if he get hurt. <laughs> I don't care if I hurt mm-hmm. him. He should be out here anyway. Where's foul? Where's foul man? Where's hook man? Get outside <laughs> out of here. Uh, my player of the night, Jason Tatum, obviously. Coach of the night, Nate. Nate. Actually, no, I'll get to Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens really did make some great coaching decisions that whole day. He said, bro. I remember Robert got hurt. He said, "Yo, Tristan got to play the whole half because I can't play Grant." You know, I mean, that was really put Robert right for because he's like, "Hey, I can't play Grant, got play." And Nate Smith was was struggling a little bit, so he did that as well. He's pulling all the right strings, and his shoot first philosophy got Tatum fifty points, and they needed all of them for the game. So, hey man, good job, Brad. And people had a lot of people had him losing this game. I'm impressed. Um, yeah, on Twitter, on Twitter, I think people thought the Wizards were going. Yeah. More people thought the Wizards. TV people thought the Wizards were going too. But not us, because we know what we're talking said, about. What? I said just not us, because we know what we're talking about. Except Don, who went with his heart. Idiot. Um, <laughs> game of the night, I'm actually going to go Celtics Wizards. Or if it's a game, put me to sleep. I need a nap. Watching that. But Celtics Wizards fun all the way through for real. So check that out. My dickhead of the day, it's gotta go. It's gotta go to Scott Brooks. That man right there did everything wrong. Can't get out coached like that by <laughs> That's how you get fired. That's how, that's when you're supposed to be fired for being real. Um well, honestly, bro, hopefully the Pacers win tonight or tomorrow night so he can so you feel me. He can, he can, we can get a new coach in there. <laughs> That's the best thing for the team at this point. And my highlight of the night, ultimately from Celtics Wizards. So we're going to completely ignore the Hornets and Pacers and that. And it was um close game, into the fourth. We're watching, and I'm waiting. I'm sitting there, and I'm looking for the league leader, and field goal percentage in the clutch to do it, right? I've seen the stat. Couldn't believe the stat, but it was the time right here, right now. And he comes out of the court, pull up elbow shot. What he's way great at, money. Shoots it, wear off the backboard, doesn't hit the rim. So I'll just go down and score pretty easy. Easy layup. Dom over here is yelling, Ross, what are you doing? I'm like, this is who he is. Shouldn't have picked him. Got to go right on Grootney with a bunch of Russ fans. They tried to ignore that this happened, but they couldn't. There you go. See, I'm see, I'm see that whole thing. I'm upset about one thing with that. 
and they just won't acknowledge it. <laughs> I just want them to acknowledge my one point. So, 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 Darnell, I'll ask you. I made okay. the statement that Russell Westbrook is just a short Giannis. And, I get the similarities. And and because they both have the same flaw. But they were saying Westbrook's issue doesn't matter because Westbrook's a point guard. And point guards don't have to be able to shoot. And I was like, what? <laughs> so y'all want I'm the power. So y'all want the seven footer to shoot. And this, I mean, this, to hit 60% of his mid-range. I was just gonna say. I was just going to say, and traditionally, it's expected that the point guard doesn't have to be able to shoot because the point guard used to just drop it in the post and go to the corner. But this isn't the 1980s. Like, basketball is not played like that anymore. So the point guard has to be able to shoot. If you can't shoot, you're a liability out there. And as we've seen, when it comes down to crunch time, if your point guard can't shoot, it's going to be detrimental to the team. Your best player can't shoot. It's going to be detrimental to the team. Or best or second best, whichever one. Either or. Yeah. Your top two players have to be able to shoot, which is, I mean, which is what Demetrius has been lamenting throughout Ben Simmons' his entire career. Your second best player has to be able to shoot. So combine those two things and take out the effort. There you go. You said what? I said, combine those two. I said, I have a seven foot point guard who can't shoot. So combine those two things and take out the effort. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Your two best players, your two best players got to be able to shoot enough. Shoot a little bit. Hey, you feel me? For the Wizards, Russ can't shoot. For the Bucks, Giannis can't shoot. For the, for the Jazz, Giannis, Giannis might be able to do it, but we'll see. Anyway, we can go over this a different day. I'm interested. Obviously. That's been the flaw, though. Yeah, that's been the flaw. Hey, man, we know. We know we're talking to. It's okay. There's going to be more time. Trust me. Because we play the Pacers, and we'll talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> On the sale now. I mean, if we're being real, the, the Warriors are only the eighth seed right now. Because Draymond can't shoot. Draymond could shoot. They'd be, they be fifth. Thank you guys so much for listening, man. I appreciate you guys coming. <laughs> Duh. Anyway, so thank you guys for listening, man. We're excited for these playing games tonight. Can't wait. Um, so for Darnell, Jones, for Dom, this was Demetrius. And I hope you enjoy it. Triple D's deuces. <laughs>